What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Going the Distance podcast presented by ImmaculateSports.com. Twitter's at Immac Sports. Instagram is also at Immac Sports. TikTok, YouTube, Immaculate Sports. It's the first round recap, draft grade episode. No number on this one. 2022. We made it. What a crazy first round. Yeah, one of the craziest first rounds we've seen uh, in our lifetimes for sure. Only one quarterback taken, which was, I mean, even though the QB class isn't anything crazy to talk about, it's definitely uh, pretty shocking to only see one quarterback go, especially with uh, Malik Willis being left on the board, though. Uh, We're going to have grades for every single pick throughout the first round. Maybe talk about some of the picks more in depth rather than others. Yeah. Uh, And we'll go ahead and get out of here. Mm Mm-hmm. So without further ado, let's get to pick number one, Trayvon Walker, edge rusher going to the Jags. All right. I'm going to give this one a C. I know we were kind of expecting this to happen, but I feel like if you want to take an edge rusher, there's two that are better, Thibodeau and Hutchinson. If you want to take a risk, there's Derek Stingley, there's Sauce Gardner, there's Wilson or Jamison Williams. You know, it's uh it's kind of in the middle here of the spectrum, which doesn't make sense. It's just not, uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. That's yeah. <laughs> You're going to see a lot of B grades uh, from me in this whole thing, because I got that's a lot kind of just how it was the, this draft. There's a lot of just like, okay, so I guess an all right pick, you know, yeah. it wasn't any, anything nuts. Uh, so I went with B for this one. I think it's good. Trayvon Walker is going to end up being a pretty solid player. I think he should be uh, fine too. And it, it was very, very weird this year seeing going into this draft and just no consensus number one. And the guy that ends up going number one is somebody that we thought was going to be a late to first or late to mid first round pick pretty much until a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so as far as the Jags go, could be a bust. Definitely could be a bust. Uh, but that sets us up for the pick number two. With edge rusher Aiden Hutchinson going to his hometown Detroit Lions. Yeah, this one's got to be an A. You know, I think the Lions would have taken him number one overall. They got their tackle last year. Ready to go. I went with A-plus for this. This is one of the best possible fits, I think, in this whole entire draft. Uh, He's probably my number one guy on a big board, I'd say. Best edge rusher in this class goes to his hometown team and Detroit's got that defensive star that they can go ahead and build around uh, now. So good for them. Good for Aiden Hutchinson and uh, good job for the Detroit Lions. Next up, number three, a little bit of a surprise here. Derek Stingley, cornerback from LSU going to the Texans. I'm going to give Stingley a B here. I think it's not the most ridiculous move in the world to take him at three, but also we haven't seen any production in two years from him. That's a little risky. Obviously Houston has some time here, so give him the B. Yeah. I went with the B here as well for Stingley. I don't know if this is the corner I would have chosen. I think uh, just being at that situation where he really hasn't done anything too crazy the past two years kind of takes me away from him being the third overall pick. But I know he's going to be a guy that has that charisma of, oh, I'm the shit type dude. Uh, so if he ends up being the shit, then good job for the Texans. Yeah. If not, then it's going to completely flop. But I give it a B. Next up, the Jets' first pick of the draft, where they 
take Sauce Gardner. Quarterback I'm give from Cincinnati. From Cincinnati. I'm going to give Sauce a B plus here. I think uh, it's kind of a perfect scheme fit. I just didn't expect them to take cornerback. Uh, will definitely be interesting here. I, there's a lot of guys, a lot of late round picks who are going to be in the rotation with them. So I think this is just a situation where we got to wait and see if he's actually going to be the number one guy day one. Yeah. I like sauce. I think he's the best corner in the draft. I think the situation where the jets took him isn't really, it wouldn't have been the pick that I would have made. I would have taken Thibodeau. Uh, so I give sauce an A minus here uh, and the jets an A minus here. Uh, good pick. I think he's going to be solid, but uh, I think you got to take Thibodeau when it comes to that stuff. Mm. Number five, Giants take Kayvon. Yeah, I'm going to give Thibodeau an A here. Uh, the Giants were pretty solid. We'll get more into it. Uh, obviously, they have another pick here coming up, but they stick to the board. You know, and I, I think Kayvon's the best player in this in this spot. He gets an A. Obviously, could be hurt. Sorry for jumping you there. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, the Boses have been hurt majorly over the past couple of years, and they're still um, valuable. So I think maybe something like that. I went with an A for the Giants here as well. I think the Giants did really, really well in this draft. We'll talk more about that once we get to pick number seven with who they chose there. Uh, but Thibodeau probably has one of the highest chances out of any player in this league or in this draft to be the best player out of the whole thing. Will he? I don't know. He's got some character issues a little bit, kind of already acts like he's a superstar. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but if everything goes well in New York, then uh, I think we'll be talking about Kayvon Thibodeau going number five to the Giants for a long, long time, especially if uh, Trayvon Walker ends up not being that good. Iki Aquanu going to the Panthers at six. This is going to be my first A+. I think he's the best player in this class, uh, at least right now. We've talked you know, about some guys who, uh, with the right coaching, could make that step. But uh, right now it's it's icky, and Sam Darnold should be ecstatic right now. They took him yeah. over Pickett. Yeah, I went with uh, an A here for the Panthers. I think they did the right thing. Good pick. Uh, I think Evan Neal's a bit better in, in my idea, so I didn't give him the A plus for this. But uh, still, a very solid pick for the Panthers. There's no going real in the right direction right there. It's nobody knows <laughs> exactly. These are all predictions when it comes to this stuff. Uh, but then that takes us to one of the best picks in the draft so far, in my opinion, with Evan Neal going number seven to the Giants. Yeah, I, I'm not going to give him the plus here because of Andrew Thomas and they're drafting a right tackle at seven here. But I still think it's a solid right tackle. You know, he's he's built like a, like a prototype Joe Thomas type guy with all the weight in his lower body and he should be just fine. In New New Jersey, almost said New York. Yeah, uh, a plus for this one. I think the the Giants looking at five and seven about a month ago. If you would have told me they got Thibodeau and Evan Neal, I thought they would have traded up to two and three, maybe even in this yeah. draft. So getting Thibodeau and Evan Neal at five and seven is perfect for the Giants. One of the big winners from the draft night last night and uh, I, I'm giving them an A plus for well, that. I, okay. Maybe I should give them A plus. It's because if Gettleman is still here, it's probably Kyle Hamilton at five and Jahan Dotson at seven. So 
Yeah. <laughs> no. So they did a good job there. I think a lot of Giants fans are going to be happy with, with those two picks. Next up, number eight, first wide receiver off the board. Even Drake put a bet on this one. He put 100K on Drake London being the first wide receiver chosen. So he cashed out last night as uh, Mr. London finds himself in Georgia with the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I'm going to give him a B minus. Obviously, they need a receiver. The Falcons could have gone in pretty much any direction here. They're kind of a mess. Don't really have a quarterback. Sorry, Mariota. Um, but I just I don't think he's the best guy. He, he just snapped his ankle. Um, maybe I'll be you know eating my words a couple of years from now. But right now, it is just a weird pick to me. B minus. Yeah, I gave him a B for this pick. Just kind of. Kind of average. I mean, uh, I think the Falcons might have fell in love with the chance that there's a very, very small chance that he can become Calvin Johnson, but just because of Drake London's build and how big he is, but he's not going to be, uh, it's a guy coming off an injury. I think it's going to be, I think he'll be fine, but I just, I don't know. I would have taken another wide receiver rather than Drake London, but that was, that's what works for the Falcons. That's what they did. Uh, and We'll see how it plays out for them. Seahawks. Uh, this was the Broncos pick they got from uh, them for Russell Wilson. They took tackle Charles Cross. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to be generous with my uh, – sorry, not generous, more stingy with my B-pluses because I think there's a big difference between a B and a B-plus this year. Mm-hmm. But this guy gets a B-plus for me. It's a solid pick. Seattle needs needs building blocks for – for the blow up that's about to happen here. And this is a dude who's going to be playing left tackle for them for a long time. Yeah. I went with B plus for here as well. Seahawks. I mean, their main issue over the past 10 years has been offensive line. Uh, and that's, I think probably one of the reasons that drove Russell Wilson away from their franchise. And I think getting offensive line now is, is a good thing for them. And, uh, it's, it's a good start for them. I know they said they don't want to rebuild, but, uh, Whatever type they're, of retooling they're thinking. They're about, rebuilding yeah. at least for a year yeah. here before they uh, can maybe go ahead and take a CJ Stroud or Bryce Young next yeah. year. Number 10, Jets take their wide receiver of the future. Skyler's already smiling a little bit on this one. Mm-hmm. It's Garrett Wilson, wide receiver from the Ohio State. Yeah, uh, I have to give this an A. I thought it would be Jamison Williams, but it makes sense that they take the guy who's ready to go. And I think he's probably the top receiver on most people's boards, except for Atlanta. Uh, It's Wilson to Wilson. And we're going to be hearing a lot of that. So I'm happy about this one. That's an A. I gave it an A as well. I think a very similar pick between uh, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. I think kind of whoever they chose here, I would have been fine with. Uh, Those are my one A and one B type receivers in this draft. Garrett Wilson's a stud. He's one of the guys I wanted the Raiders to take if we still had our pick at 22. Obviously, looking back at it now, it's very, very beneficial that the Raiders did make that trade with the Packers because even at 22, we weren't going to get a chance with any of these guys uh, being how quickly the wide receivers went off of this board. Mm-hmm. So Garrett Wilson at 10, very good pick. I give it an A, and that sets up his teammate getting chosen by the New Orleans Saints at 11, Chris Olave. I have Olave with an A- minus here. And let me explain here. I think this is a B selection, B player, but they got a receiver on the board right before they all left. And I think that's really important. So they get the A minus here. Maybe could have taken him at 
uh, or wanted to take them at 23. They knew they couldn't. They gave up those that extra pick, and they got their guy. Yeah. Uh, I like this pick. I really, really do. I think uh, Olave is going to be a stud in this league. I give it an A as well. Very similar uh, as far as uh, what my thoughts are for Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Next up, the Lions trade with the Vikings. Uh, exchange a few picks in order to move up to pick number 12 and select Alabama and former the Ohio State wide receiver, Jamison Williams, coming off yeah. of the ACL tear. <laughs> yes, we can't forget about that, but Detroit knows exactly what they're doing right now. And this is the first time we've seen something like this happen with Detroit, where they know what they're doing in a very long time. Uh, you know, uh, obviously they had to come up a long way. They didn't give up too much. They knew they needed one of these guys and they were flying. Jamison Williams gets an A. You know, they don't need to win next year. And that's fine with Jamison Williams going to be out with for uh, for maybe two months here to start off the year. So so we'll take it. Ranked a little higher than Olave. Yeah. I like uh, Jamison Williams. I think if he didn't get hurt, he would have had a chance to be wide receiver one in this draft for sure. Yeah. Uh, I give it a B plus. I think the Lions might have given up a little bit too much uh, as far as the draft picks they gave up, uh, including 32 and 34. Uh, but obviously, it's kind of a weird situation here. But, well, let like me ask have... you a hypothetical. Uh, mm-hmm. If you had 32 with the Lions, you'd probably take Malik Willis, right? He's still on the board right now. Maybe they could get him sticking with their second round pick or their uh, or t- trading up. Like 68, though. Like it's. It's, they don't have any, Never they have that. to make a move. So it's a little different when it gets to that. Uh, <laughs> okay. But obviously, I mean, you don't have every pick in the draft, so it's not like yeah. you can trade a 37 or something like that. That actually like would be relatively even because of you, you don't have those picks. 37 for sure. Uh, but uh, I like the pick. I think Jamison Williams is going to be really good. He's one of my favorite receivers to watch last year in college football. Uh, and a lot of people are saying if you didn't get hurt in that national championship game, that Alabama goes ahead and beats Georgia. We'll never know. But uh, that leads us into number 13, yeah. where the Eagles went to that Georgia defense and took the big D tackle, Jordan Davis. This one's going to be an A for me. Uh, uh, this guy gets to play next to Fletcher Cox, learn from one of the best interior linemen we've seen over the past 10 years and they leapfrog Baltimore, fuck them over. So a little boost for that. I really like this pick. I think the Eagles again, were one of the big winners in this, this draft getting AJ Brown is a big, big addition for them. It's going to be pretty crazy that that he's in their offense. Now we'll see what they decide to do with him and how the game plan for him, but going back to Jordan Davis, I give us pick an a, uh, I thought this is one of the most, the, one of the best defenders in this draft class for sure. Uh, I didn't think he was going to go top 10, uh, but 13 seems about right. I think he's going to be a stud in the league uh, and I give it an A. Yeah. Next up, uh, a guy that we had probably picked in the top five about six months ago, ends up going number 14. That's safety Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame. Finding his way to Baltimore. Skyler, what do you give this one? I'm still going to give him an A+. plus. He fell because teams realized he's not going to be um, – a Jamal Adams type athlete coming off the edge, you know, but I still think he's going to have a solid career. I, I would compare him to Harrison Smith. You know, he's not going to be flashy, but he's especially Notre Dame safety. Yes. So. 
I just realized that too. But especially uh, with with Harbaugh over here in Baltimore, uh, their defense is always over here in Baltimore. Over here. All right. We're the exact opposite of Baltimore, man. <laughs> I'm thinking of 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 Notre Dame. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, there it's a disciplined defense. He's going to learn from the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I okay. I give this pick an A as well, or Skelly gave an A plus. Yeah. I give it an A. Uh, what brought Kyle Hamilton's uh, draft stock down quite a bit was also his forty time. Uh, I forget exactly what he ran, but it wasn't as fast as what a lot of people think. But his five, game nine? four nine or no four four five nine something like that. So I don't know whatever it was dropped dropped his draft off draft stock down quite a bit. Uh, but his game speed, I feel like, is a bit higher than that. So good pick here from the Ravens. Uh, one of the probably the best safety in this draft class for sure. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Alex. A good job for Baltimore. Uh, really, if their secondary stays healthy this year, they'll be pretty damn good secondary compared to last year where they had every oh, yeah. single person get hurt. Uh, Texans here. They traded from 13 to 15. Uh, I forget what the exact trade there was, but they took tackle Kenyon Green or is he a guard? He played guard last year. Okay, so so I'm going to give this one a B because I expect him to play guard. They extended Titus Howard. Um, and I, ju- I just don't think he's the best guard. I think he'll be a fine player, but I'd rather take Zion Johnson here. So it, it's a B. I gave this one a B minus. I don't know too much about Kenyon Green, uh, but I don't know if that was the right pick. I don't know. We'll see. I gave it a B minus. Next up, uh, I think the first real, real reach in this draft class, the commanders take speed wide receiver, Jahan Dotson. Okay. I gave this pick a C. I understand if you wanted a receiver, you had to reach this year, but I still don't like this with Washington. I know Terry McLaurin has been bugging everybody on Twitter about getting himself, uh, you know, a, a partner on the outside, but I don't think he can play on the outside in the NFL. Yeah. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, I don't want to say a waste of a pick, but this team had so many other options here. Yeah. Dotson, I, I, I go C plus. I think he was one of the guys that probably would have fell down quite a bit in this draft class. So uh, out of any of the wide receivers, I think he would have been the one that slipped and uh, commander, I think reach a little bit. I think they probably could have traded back to, I don't know, like 25 and still would have taken them. So interesting there. Obviously got a lot of speed. That's what they took them for. I give it a C plus. Yeah. Next up, Chargers take uh, offensive lineman Zion Johnson. Yeah, I'm going to give this one a B plus. I really liked it. Uh, he learned how to play center at the senior bowl. So he would get more teams interviewing him and it freaking worked. He went in the first round. Uh, yeah. This guy should be a baller. Yeah. But he won't be playing safety or not safety. Uh, obviously not playing safety. Won't yeah. be playing center for the Chargers because they have uh, Corey Lindsley. Uh, but anyway, s- still good skills to pick up mm. if a guy ever gets hurt or whatever may exactly. happen there. Uh, I give it a B. I don't know too much about him. All these offensive linemen, they're usually relatively good, though. So good job there. Next up, Titans. 
had one of the most interesting nights out of anybody in the NFL. They traded away their star wide receiver and then went on to draft another wide receiver just a few minutes later. Titans and they went with AJ Brown. They went with uh, what some people are comparing to AJ Brown in uh, Traylon Burks. I think it's uh, he's a fine player. You know, AJ Brown is has a similar skill set to Traylon Burks, but I I still have the B minus on him. Uh, definitely going to be interesting. Now I guess Tennessee's abandoning the pass game. Maybe that will happen. <laughs> The East Coast uh-huh. offense, no passing at all. Well, uh, their wide receiver core has definitely changed from uh, just the past few years. With they did get Robert Davis Woods. And A.J. Brown. So they do have Robert Woods and uh, Traylon Burks. Now, I gave it a B. It's just just average pick. I think uh, if it included the trade in our grade, I think I would have given it maybe a B- minus or a C plus. But based off of what A.J. Brown was wanting and what they were willing to give him, it looks like those two sides weren't even close. So it looks like they were seven to f- five to seven million dollars off uh, per year. So that's really like not even close at all when it came to that. So, uh, I mean, decent job, I guess I give it a B. Next up, the Saints go to the FCS to take Northern Iowa tackle Trevor Penning. Trevor Penning is going to get a B-plus for me. He's an absolute mauler in the run game. I think uh, maybe Mackay Becton-esque guy, except a little skinnier. And uh, it's a it's a high grade here because he wasn't one of the top guys in consideration with Icky and, uh, and sorry, Neil, but he was the next step below and and even seattle at nine was was contemplating him and the fact that new orleans sat at 19 here and was able to take him gives him the b plus i give it a b plus as well trevor penning is a physical specimen that guy's really really big uh but i know he does have some holding problems so uh we'll see how that translates obviously the fcs doesn't have nearly the same amount of competition as the nfl does but if everything turns out well for for them, I think they might have gotten one of the best offensive linemen in this class. Yeah. Except Chiefs take corner Trent McDuffie. This is a Wait, B. no, no, oh, no, no, nope, nope. Uh, <laughs> I skipped the one quarterback, probably the biggest pick in this draft. Uh, Steelers take maybe the quarterback of the future, Kenny Pickett. Okay, Kenny Pickett also gets a B here for me. I understand people like Malik Willis, but I think this is kind of a perfect fit for Kenny Pickett. Uh, he's the most ready to go out of all of them. Pittsburgh, I know, has uh, Trubisky, but come on now. They're going to start Kenny Pickett if he's you know physically able to. Mm-hmm. And he's staying home. It, it's a B. It's a solid B. Yeah. I think this pick makes sense. I think the story of it is pretty cool, too. Kenny Pickett gets to stay home and play uh, for his team that he grew up watching. Uh, so good job for him. And good job for the Steelers on that. As far as Kenny Pickett as a player, don't know if he's going to be the best quarterback, but I'm also pretty sure that he's not going to be the worst. Yeah. So I give it a B. Just average quarterback. I think that's all we're going to get when it comes to that. Now we have Trent McDuffie going to the Chiefs at 21. Yeah, Trent McDuffie's a B here. Um, been hearing some talk about uh, some other guys, Elam and Booth and uh, and Kyler, but but the Chiefs stick to their board with McDuffie. I think he's fine. He was fine at the Senior Bowl. Uh, it's a B, in my opinion. You know, he, he's probably not going to be more than a number two, but uh, that's usually pretty solid for a back end first round pick. 
Yeah, we, we got into the second grouping of corners here. Uh, first class was obviously Stingley and Sauce. And then after that, we have the Elam, uh, McDuffie, uh, Booth, all those guys, I yeah. feel like, are in relatively the same grouping. He's a bit undersized, uh, I think, especially with all these big receivers in the AFC West. I don't know if that's the pick I would have made, especially if I was going with the corner. I think I probably would have taken Kair here. But uh, Chiefs usually have good drafts, so I gave it a B-. minus. Yeah. Next up, Packers at 22 take Quay Walker. All right, Quay Walker, I'm going to give a B minus. Think Jamin Davis from last year. Maybe not the most technically sound out of the linebackers, but he went nuts at the combine, and that's why he was the first one taken. Uh, I'm going with a C plus on this one. I, this is I not think that's one what you gave Jamin picks. Davis too last year. This is not one <laughs> of my favorite picks. I think uh, the Packers needed a wide receiver, and uh, Aaron Rodgers even said that he – he knew that all this stuff was going to happen as far as what they were expecting with these wide receivers to come off the board quickly. And he understood that his team wasn't going to reach uh, to go ahead and take that wide receiver. But I think when you have 22 and 28, that was definitely enough to get a package to trade up to 16 or do whatever you really want to do there and take one of those wide receivers. So I think it's a bad job on the Packers there. Uh, At I know least it wasn't Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers also said that uh, the Packers have had really good history in the past with, with drafting wide receivers in the second and third rounds. Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, and Devontae Adams, just to name a few. So he understands the process here, and I don't think he's nearly upset uh, with this pick rather than uh, the trade. Jordan Love uh, or anything uh, like that in, the, in, in years past. So maybe Clay Walker will be a good player. I don't even think he's my number one linebacker. When no, it came no, to this stuff. I, I would have taken uh, Devin Lloyd over, over him, but uh, maybe he's going to be just a player. I give it a C, C plus. Next up, Bills take a corner. Kair Lamb from Florida. I like him. I gave him a B. Uh, this pick was important because he's going to be starting the first couple games of the season with, with Trey White out. Obviously, if he wins the job and everything, there could be, you know, shoot, we had Michael Carter, the, the second starting corner and we got him in the sixth round so uh yeah uh i guess good for buffalo now you got to stop garrett wilson and tyreek so grab another corner yeah i think buffalo's defense is gonna be just fine they they have one of the best defenses in the league so uh adding a guy like lamb is probably gonna help him i i think uh just even if he just learns from these other guys for a year or two doesn't even have to be the best uh is Give me pretty good. I give it a B. Just mm-hmm. an average pick, though. Uh, nothing too crazy when it got to that. Next up, Cowboys take uh, probably the most generic name ever, Tyler Smith. I'm going to give, lineman. yes, offensive lineman from Tulsa. I'm going to give Tyler Smith a B here, maybe a little higher than most people on him. We just, I've seen this a lot with the Cowboys. They'll take in a massive tackle with some issues. He'll either figure it out or he won't, and they move him to guard like they did with Zach Martin. And look what happened to him when they moved him to right guard. So I'm I'm not upset with the Cowboys pick here. Yeah, Cowboys, they definitely have a tendency to produce monsters when it came, comes to the O-line. Uh, just in the past 10 years alone, there's been a whole bunch of guys uh, that come to mind uh, when it gets to that. 
So I don't know about the player himself, but I think the Cowboys will do a good job with him, and uh, I, I give it a B. <laughs> One thing, though, is that why can't the Cowboys draft a disciplined player? Like, what the fuck, Jerry? <laughs> I don't know, man. Jerry's just like that. Next up, Ravens. I think probably got a steal here. Take Tyler Linderbaum at number 25. Yeah, so they get this pick. Uh, they they got 23 for Hollywood and then traded back two spots. So double bonus for them. And they take mm. Linderbaum, the center, first center off the board. I'm going to give it an A. This guy's a monster in the run game. And what do the Ravens do? They run the ball run. zone scheme all the time. This is a perfect fit. Maybe yeah. it should be an A plus, but since he's a center, I'm going to give it an A. Maybe I'm I'm bashing him. Whatever. I'm going to go ahead and give it the A plus. I think that definitely deserves it. I think the Ravens nailed their picks. I don't know if the trade was the best idea, but I guess based off of what Hollywood's been saying that it's kind of something that was going to happen regardless, just based off of the two teams agreeing on money and stuff like that. Lamar Jackson wasn't happy with that based off of his tweets that he made last night. But I think uh, once he sees this guy who's playing center for him now, He's going to be doing just fine, and they're going to go ahead and run the shit out of the ball. And uh, maybe they'll go ahead and sign one of these wide receivers that are still available in free agency or trade for one because it seems like that's what's happened to a lot of wide receivers nowadays. Uh, But I definitely got to give it a very good job here by the Ravens on their draft picks last night. Next up, the Jets, their third first-round pick of the night. They take Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher from Florida, he fell quite a bit, uh, more than what a lot of people were expecting, and uh, finally got taken at 26 by the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, this is going to be my last A-plus of the draft. Um, we were considering taking this guy with the fourth pick a couple of days ago, and we got him at 26. That's It's ridiculous. I know he's a little bit older. Uh, that's the story with some of these other guys that fell here in the first round, but... He's an absolute monster. And he was on last chance. You a plus. Yeah. Uh, I'm giving it an a very good pick. I think it's solid pick. I'm not giving it to a plus just cause right. I only gave a few a pluses in this draft. Hutchinson, That's Evan Neal and, and, and Linderbaum so far, but good pick by the jets. Great. I pick. think the jets pretty much nailed it when it came to this first round. We'll see how they do in the later rounds as well. Next up Jags. I also think nailed this pick Devin Lloyd at number 27. Yeah. Devin Lloyd gets an a, he had some injury concerns, but I don't care. I played in the middle of the Utah defense, which, uh, you know, when they actually do play on national TV are usually pretty good at stopping the run. Thanks to this guy, especially they lost miles. Jack. Here's the replacement. Yeah. Devin Lloyd, a pick here. Uh, three straight A picks here. I think this 25 through 27 was very good drafting by all three of these teams. Uh, going to replace Miles Jack. I don't know how good he'll end up being, but uh, definitely was my number one inside linebacker over Quay Walker uh, going into this year's draft. Good job by the Jags. Uh, and that yeah. takes us to number 28, where the Packers went with Devontae Wyatt, D tackle from Georgia with their second first round pick. Obviously not the biggest need here, but I'm going to give it a B plus to another guy who fell because he was a little older, but he's ready to go now. The Packers are also ready to go now. I I understand it. Um, Maybe they try to trade for a receiver later. Maybe they take one today, but I, it's just, it's not great value there. 
You know, you can blame him if you want for not trading up, but at least with this pick right here, I don't blame him for not taking Sky Moore or something like that. You know, yeah. this guy's pretty good, Devontae. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Packers get Devontae, man. Uh, shout out to them for for finally getting uh, their Devontae replacements. I give it a B plus. I mean, he uh, is a pretty good guy when it comes to this stuff. I think a lot of these guys we'll see uh, that are on that Georgia defense are going to get pretty good draft grades. I know Quay Walker, I didn't give that high, but that's more because of the Packers' decision to take him over trying to get a wide receiver. But Packers go full Georgia defense on day one. And uh, you can't really go wrong when you're taken from one of the best defenses in college football history. Next up, number 29, Pats take Chattanooga guard Cole Strange. I think the last name says it all here. A strange one. Very strange. But I'm never going to doubt Belichick. I can't. I can't do it. Obviously, this guy had around a third round grade on him. But he is very versatile, played guard and center and tackle and everything at the senior bowl, similar to Zion Johnson. So I'm going to give it a C minus. It'll probably end up being lower, but I don't want to jinx it because, you know, we play the Patriots twice a year. I give it a D plus. Uh, I, this is probably my least favorite pick throughout this whole the whole first round. Uh, I mean. See what Sean McVay said about it? Sean McVay said that they were looking at this guy at 104. And when the Patriots took him at, at 29 it kind of pissed him off because he's like well we just wasted all that time on looking at our our <laughs> yeah. looking at film on him when he go, ends up going in the first round uh i mean i know skyler said that he doesn't want to doubt belichick or anything like that but just these past few years these belichick draft classes have been so dog shit like this they're all shit i know they got mac jones uh, so they got the QB of the future, but everything else has been dog shit. Nikhil Harry was a terrible pick. They've had just terrible picks pretty much pretty consistently throughout the past five years. I think they've been letting uh, the dog the, make the picks. Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe. Uh, hopefully that doesn't go over to the Raiders draft picks because we do have uh, their former assistant GM and their offensive coordinator. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Come pick 86 later on tonight. But Cole Strange from Chattanooga is uh, not a good pick in my mind. Next up, Chiefs take George Karlaftis, edge rusher from Iowa, right? Uh, Purdue. Purdue, Purdue. Same I knew it was those co- same colors, <laughs> same colors. Uh, Chiefs get another edge rusher. Yeah, I really like Karlaftis. I'm going to give him a B plus here. Um not because he's got crazy technique or something. He's just got a an unstoppable motor here uh, with ridiculous size. And even if they just use him as a third down pass rusher at the start of his career, that's still going to be so impactful. He's going to be playing in a lot of meaningful games. Yeah, Chiefs here, I think they – I don't think they should have used this pick. I think they shot it, probably should have traded back or – or traded up earlier in in the draft to to go ahead and take one of the higher wide receivers, uh, just like uh, Packers, I think, should have done as well. I think losing Tyreek is going to be pretty big for them. And uh, I know they got Marquez, Valdez, Scanling, and Juju, but uh, that's not Tyreek Hill. So I give it a C plus. Next up, Daxton Hill goes number 31 to the reigning AFC champs, Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to give this one an A, uh, maybe one of 
the only issues with the Bengals other than interior offensive line was the secondary. And here's a guy who can play every position in the secondary very well. Yeah. I don't think the, the Bengals were really looking for anything too crazy. As far as this, they were just looking for versatility. And I think they got that very, very much with uh, Dax and Hill, especially in the secondary uh, he can really play anything. He plays slot corner. He can play safety, whatever you really want to do. And uh, good job by the Bengals. I give it an A minus. All right. Next up, uh, Lewis. Is it sign or scene? A? I don't Seen. know. Scene. Scene. Rich Eisen was like, and scene, because that was the last pick. So that's how I know. Gotcha. Yeah. So <laughs> Lewis scene safety goes to the Vikings. Uh, as with the last pick in, in mm-hmm. the first round of the 2022 NFL draft. I'm going to give it a C plus. I don't think he's a bad player. He's a thumper. He's on the legendary Georgia defense, but I think that's about it. Uh, you know, Jonathan Abram type guy. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, I, I think what the Vikings did was they only had one player on their board. This is my prediction. And it was Derek Stingley. And they thought they could get him at 12. And when they didn't, they're like, oh, fuck this. You know, let's trade back to 32. So it's C-plus draft for Minnesota. I, I guess we'll wait and see what they do today. I know they yeah, got a they bunch do have of 34. So Yeah. Yeah, they so have, I guess we'll count that into their overall grade. Uh, but as of right now, it's a C-plus. You know, you, you got to do some more work than that. Yeah, it's – I think they did decent. I, I think it's a B pick here. Again, a Georgia defense guy, you can't yeah. really go wrong when it get, comes to that stuff. Uh, so decent job by them. Uh, and that takes us to the end of the first round. I give that pick a B, by the way. It's nothing too crazy. Yeah. Uh, so we let's let's go ahead and take a look back at guys have been taking 33 in the past few years. Do you know who it was last year? Last year was a safety corner from Georgia. We watched this together. I should know this. Tyson Campbell. Oh, yeah, Green Bay. <laughs> uh, Georgia, yeah. or not Georgia, uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Jacksonville was uh, was married. No, you guys. No, you guys no, got married. Jacksonville took Campbell. Jacksonville took Campbell. Yes. Green Bay took Eric Stokes. Yeah. These fucking uh, Georgia guys. Oh my as God. far as the very <laughs> early second round, I mean, Elijah Moore, Javante Williams, and Javon Holland went uh, those picks in, in 34, 35, 36 last year. And then the year before that, there were some pretty good guys as well. Yeah. Uh, T. Higgins went 33, Michael Pittman, DeAndre Swift, Xavier McKinney. So these picks are, are interesting too, because it's really just a, a shittier player pool and it's just the one, two, three guys again. Like it's even the year before that, Byron Murphy, Rocky scene, Jawan Taylor, and then Debo Samuel went 36. So it, it has. Obviously some power power. On the board. So I think, I mean, very consistently we're seeing these guys, even the year before that Austin Corbett, Will Hernandez, Nick Chubb and Darius Leonard. So, I mean, those t- 33 through 36 are some of the biggest picks in this draft. Even got Buda Marcus Baker May, like 34, I think. Buda Baker went 36 a uh, year before that. Jalen Smith, who is a bust now, went uh, 34. Miles Jack also went 36. Ogba went 33. Uh, I mean, Landon Collins, 33 as well. 
So a lot of good guys that you can get very early in the second round. Yeah. And uh, I assume we'll probably see a pro bowler in the first five picks of this second round as well. Cause there's just a lot of guys that dropped. We'll see where the QBs go tonight. Uh, if they go tonight where Malik Willis finds a home, Seattle. Matt Corral, uh, Desmond Ritter, uh, Sam Howell. Yeah. Bailey zapped Carson strong. We'll see. I doubt all those guys. Could EJ tonight, Perry. We'll, we'll see what happens. And uh, that's the first round recap. Yeah. We'll be back uh, with the normal stuff on Tuesday, but uh, we got a tradition now, two years we've done it. So exactly. can never stop. No longer the inaugural. Yeah. So that's always good. Second annual, you know, there we go. All right. All right. See you guys next time. Go Jets, Warriors, A's, and Midland Rockhounds. Oh, you're right. Later.